Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hope for Today. So glad you're joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about no shame in your life. Through Jesus Christ, all shame is broken. Some people live with shame 24-7 because of what happened maybe in their childhood or what happened in early life, and they're traumatized, and they get by on a daily dose of shame or trying to avoid shame. Well, we're going to show you how to truly avoid shame by taking some biblical, scriptural steps that are going to really bless your life. And I have an excellent person today to help me, a friend, a neighbor, uh, a giant in the spiritual world, Sam Farina. Sam, welcome. Thank you. Oh, man, you you just got back from? I was in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Wow, you're you're one of the earlier adventurers of my friends that have gotten out. So what (laughs) was it like getting to travel internationally? Yeah, it was was great. It was good to be back out, and uh, they are very cautious there. Right. Uh, and yet, and yet it, it, it was, uh, as we bonded throughout the week. So for five days, I had 75 pastors that okay. we actually, uh, retreated into a place and, um, shared and what an opportunity that is a country that desperately needs, uh, the, the hope of the gospel, right? And uh, yeah, so it was just a wonderful, wonderful. Well, that, that's great. You know, while you were in Sri Lanka, I was in our neighborhood. We're neighbors a few blocks over walking with your nephew, Nick, who <laughs> works with me. And we walked by your house and he said, let's go see their house. So I was in your house when you were in Sri Lanka. You have a beautiful <laughs> home. Thank you. Uh, and Vicki is a great, great host. She's just so delightful. You're a great couple uh, and have a great legacy. Well, thank you for loving the world. I mean, you have. And I do. You've, how many nations do you think you've been to? You know, it's interesting. I've been on every continent except for Antarctica. Okay. Probably not much of a desire to go. <laughs> not too know, many lost people no, there, right? It's not. I don't have much, you know, I'm a burden for penguins. But uh, <laughs> so I have been to a lot of countries. I should add them up. Right. I but, think it's probably pretty sizable. Yeah, people, people are. Uh, my heart is for the world and for right. all peoples. And and when you talk about shame, there are parts of the world where uh, the culture itself lends it's itself shame. to yes. that, and yes. that that really breaks my heart. It does. And so we're going to address that today. Good. I want to give God thanks for your life. Uh, you have come out of a battle with cancer. Yes. And you just had a good report yesterday. Oh, yeah. I have had good report after good report after good report. So I am on the other side of all uh, treatment with immunotherapy and have uh, clean scans. And now they're checking to see if they did anything uh, that the, the drugs that they use. Right did anything and nothing is showing oh, up. Great. Everything is great. That's so great news. I'll be uh, around a long time yes, to will. bug you. As hey, in there. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Well, the scriptures I want to use today are Romans five, two through five. I want to read them all. They're great scriptures. It says we rejoice in our sufferings. Well, that gets me right there. That's, yeah. that's a tough one for me, but yeah. we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, 
I saw you walking my neighborhood when you were at some of the low points in your suffering with cancer, yeah, yeah. but you never complained. No, you were cheerful. Yeah. You waved. Yeah. Hi, John. How are yeah, you doing? Yeah, when I, yeah, you know, yeah. talk to you guys, Yeah, that didn't even come up. It wouldn't, you know, like, Oh, I'm horrible. Pray for me. <laughs> uh, you always had a, 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 I wouldn't say you were glowing because it was pretty bleak, but you had a smile yeah. even through your sickness. Yeah. So this scripture that says rejoice in our sufferings, how did you pull that off? Yeah. And I'll tell you the sister quote that really grabbed me uh -huh. is James. Okay. So right. when he says that we are to have joy, I counted all joy. Right. Yeah. And I sat and I'm, I, I have to tell you, John, for me, that was a revelation. It would have been so easy to start to ask why right. and try to find the reason. But when I realized that there was a revelation in all of this, this whole thing of it develops your steadfastness. Right. It leads to what you just read. It, mm -hmm. There is a process that you go through that when you come out on the other side, that there's been a change. Right. And I can tell you that that was brand new to learn mm. because my life before that, I many times said was a Disney world mm. type of a life. Right. I had been used by God, uh, a lot of different countries around the world, a lot of travel and everything seemed to go so well. Right. And then all of a sudden, when they say to you, you have cancer. It's just like someone takes their fist, hits you in the stomach. And all of a sudden, now you have to look at these verses mm -hmm. and sit down and say, okay, what in the world does right. this mean? Because I haven't been here. You don't learn this when things are going well. Right. I think of Ukraine. I wonder what God's going to do coming out of the right. crisis that's there. He has a plan, right? He has a plan. So there, there, if we can come to that place where we say, okay, Lord, what do you want to do? And one of the first things that I realized was that your purpose does not change. Right. right. So I began to say, okay, God, my purpose has always been to bring hope to people, no matter where I went in the world. And I was required to go into the Simmons Cancer Center here in Dallas, which is a premier, premier University right. of Texas uh, treatment center. But I was required to go in there. Even during the pandemic, I was going every two weeks and I said, okay, I really felt the Lord say, do your purpose there. And I prayed for new patients every time I went. Wow. And great. it was incredible. It was just incredible. I went through some radiation. And uh, I remember at the end of that, my radiation series, and the therapist said to me, can you keep coming? Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And she said, you bring hope to the patients and to us. And uh, that that right there was a huge awakening for me. Right. So God is not done with you, even though you're going through something. What do you do to fulfill your purpose and bring hope? Right. 
to a lot of people that I talked to that were, they were in a position of very low hope. Many times they'd call their whole family over. Right. We'd pray together as a wow. family. It was, and you probably it, didn't really feel like it. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. It just kind of kicked in, I guess. It did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. So I, uh, the more that that happened, the more I realized, wait a minute, I've been put in a position. So listen to this. You think that God isn't going to use you when you're in those spots. And right. you're thinking, what, what is this going to lead to? So the doctor, one of my doctors said to me, would you be willing to serve on one of our boards here at Simmons? Oh, wow. I said, uh, what would I do? He said, they'll tell you when you get on there. But I think you're good for it. And so I was put on the patient advisory board. Mm -hmm. And now I, I help structure how patients are cared for at this cancer wow. center. And how, what in the world would I be doing there? Except now in this, I was put in this situation. I offered hope. They saw that offer of hope right. and, and said, would you? So without yeah. you being sick and being there, you never would have had an influence. No. Yeah, that's, no, that's none whatsoever. incredible. And no. I like you tying James into it. You know, I, I think of birthday parties. We sing happy birthday. We don't sing joy birthday. <laughs> There's a big difference between joy and happiness. And I, I, I look at joy more as a life preserver. It keeps you floating wow. in the hard times. Wow. Happy's fleeting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you, you talked about rejoicing in your suffering. Because out of that, that suffering you went through brought endurance. Yeah. So explain that to us. Yeah. How, how did the endurance come from suffering? Yeah. Okay. This is the, that, that is so powerful. The endurance, this ability to stand when the waves of emotion are trying to knock you over. Right. So I learned in the process that emotions are what come, whether it's fear, uh, hurt, disappointment, whatever it might be, those emotions come and I, I began to see they're very similar to when you go down to the beach and a large wave comes and you try to stand in front of that wave, that wave is, come on, it's gonna yeah, knock you right. over. But there are people that get out get on a surfboard hmm, and they, those waves. Huh? Yeah. they get on the top of the energy of that wave and it takes them where they want and they can readjust and you see the good ones who ride it right ride it right into shore right and i began to learn that endurance is not agonizing over the emotion you're feeling and letting it knock you over but it's learning how to get on top of that energy and use it. Wow. I began to wow. learn that emotions that. aren't good or bad, John. Yeah. They're, they're not good or bad. They're tools, aren't they? Ah, and they bring messages. God is saying something to you when the emotion comes. And if you can hear that and you can ride that energy, you can use it to move forward in your walk with Christ. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Now, if you're out there today and you're in some kind of emotional storm mm. and it's buffeting you and knocking you all over the place, you know, when's this going to be over? I guess what Sam is saying is get your surfboard, yeah, that's <laughs> get, right. that's get on top of that thing and ride it out because, uh, 
it's there. So take advantage of it. Let it take you somewhere. That's powerful. Okay. So now you took us from suffering to endurance and then endurance produces character, uh, which is okay. in short supply today in a lot of areas, but let's, let's talk that. Okay. So this whole thing of character and I really, that word, like you say, is in short supply, uh, not just the word, but the actual Actions, character. Right. So now you begin to uh, look internally. What is it that now you develop? Mm -hmm. So whatever comes, there, there, there could be more. There could be stuff that, that you haven't seen yet. Right. So in my journey, I thought I was over it. I thought we were done. We went through radiation and I thought right. that was the end. And then uh, it metastasized and a tumor grew mm. 12 hours to get it out. And then a wow. doctor walking in and a, a wonderful surgeon, but she said, I tried to get it, but I wasn't able to get it all. Mm. She said, uh, the Not what you want to hear after 12 uh, hours. Right? <laughs> and she says, now you're what we call stage four. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no, no higher five. stage. No. <laughs> and and uh, she said, um, I did everything I could, but now it, it's going to be whether or not the medications that we have and your body, how it responds right. to those medications. And um, that right there took me to a whole new level of asking, wait a minute, are you living with godly character in the midst of this, you know, I think sometimes when those things come, you see pretty quick that the character isn't there. Right. Right. And I said I was going to be the best patient and I was going to reach out to everybody around me. And I, I just today, just mm -hmm. today, I was in, they were doing a little checkup on Right. Uh, on my heart and, and seeing if, the, if there was any damage there, which there's not, there it wasn't. And I sat in the room and there was a lady and she had taken a terrible fall in her house, blacked out, whatever caused it. I don't know. She's being treated for metastatic breast cancer mm. and she fell. Her face is totally black and mm. blue. And she sat there and I, and I walked her through with her story and was able to bring hope and talk about this thing called character that you're talking about. So are we going to grow in our character when trouble comes? Or are we going to just let our character that not develop, but even get worse? True. And I think we can move into a place, if we're not careful, where we start depending on... Um, other things besides Christ, right. besides his power, mm -hmm. uh, medicating uh, with things that are outside of what the med medical profession right. Is, right. is asking us to turn to. And uh, I, I, had, I said, no, we're not going there. I am going to become more like Christ, mm -hmm. less like my old self. And so here's what I did, John. I, I discovered that we have to detach from this world hmm. and attach to that world. That's good. And the more I detached here and the more I attach there, 
the more I began to see character and how I could develop that in new ways where before I was in ministry, I, I had been ministering to people, but I was doing a lot of that and was not detaching. Right. And it's a, it's easy to get attached. Right. The success. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Right. The, <laughs> the pats on the back. Right. The dopamine hits. Right. And I, all of that ended. Now I'm, I'm being, in, I'm in treatment. When I first started my uh, immunotherapy, they told me I couldn't be 30 minutes away from a major hospital. Wow. Yeah. It wow. could turn on me. It could actually turn on me and attack me. And so now I wasn't going out. Now there was nobody patting me right. on the back. Now there was no one going, hey, great It, it was double whammy. It was a <laughs> pandemic, and then you were isolated with the cancer. That yeah. double. Exactly yeah. right. It's all gone. And I began to see, wait a minute. The more I attach to there, the more I become like him, hmm. the more I realize and grow the character in my life, I would say I am a better follower of Jesus today than I was before all of this, exactly what the verse says. Right, through all that. So, you know, through the pandemic, it mm. shifted so many things. A lot of things fell apart. It wasn't just bodies that uh, were susceptible to the pandemic. It was anything, any institution that had underlying weaknesses. It seemed to come mm, after that, even mm. emotional weaknesses or character. So let's talk about this for a moment. Let's say somebody's listening today, somebody's watching today, and they say, I failed in my character in the pandemic. How do they recover? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good. Okay. So isn't it interesting that the Bible is so open and honest in a lot of areas? So David. Mm -hmm. I would tell people to pray the Psalms. Yeah, that's good. That's wise. David David talks openly about right. and his shortcomings, right? Yeah. And he's praying. If we would pray those Psalms, I would tell you that became that became so real to me. The other thing is the characters Peter and 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 the fa the frailties that were in Paul and and I began to see these characters the Abrahams right. who <laughs> what did God do God offered such grace right. Israel itself all through the Old Testament right. was... the grace the mercy even when He put them in captivity He gave them the date of their freedom right. and I think we have to learn how to when these these failings come in our character that we say, okay, Lord, I now, I repent, I'm sorry, and I receive your grace and I receive your mercy and I want you to show me I'm going to come out of this. Right. And how do you want me to come out? Right. That's good because he knows. He has <laughs> he a plan. Does. He does. Okay. So you have taken us through suffering to endurance now endurance produces character mm. and then it says character produces hope hmm. how, how, how does that how does good character from the suffering and yeah. endurance bring hope yeah there is nothing greater than when you realize that 
you've you've dropped off things that do not produce hope hmm. the non-essentials <laughs> john you and i we both have beautiful homes we drive nice vehicles uh we live in a, a wonderful place okay but that doesn't produce hope no it doesn't and i don't know about you but every time i see a car that has maybe a little bit something different than what mine has i think you know i'd like to have that on my next car that dissatisfaction right. that comes hope has an incredible satisfaction mm. and hope this blessed hope that we are headed towards when i began to see wait a minute if i die from this illness and by the way i didn't tell you and i didn't tell those listening that the very month that i was diagnosed i went to conduct the funeral of my cousin who died of the very same oh, cancer i wow. was diagnosed with wow and i began to realize that my hope is not here right it's not in the stuff mm -hmm. it's not in the house it's not in the car it's not it my hope is there right and guess what it is an eternal hope i think as you go through the suffering as you go through the challenges as you go as you start learning the character as you start dropping things off your focus gets more and more clear on what hope really is mm -hmm. and where hope really wow. is that's true that's good and the world needs hope so much right oh, now. So oh, much. John. And, and it says, and you mentioned it because we're speaking and uh, to a lot of different cultures right yeah, now, that yeah. there are some cultures that are predicated, built upon shame base. Yeah. But the scripture tells us, go through all these uh, from suffering to endurance to character to hope. Yeah. And hope does not put us to shame. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell a little story. Okay. And uh, if anybody's watching and this relates to them please please do not do not take this harshly or critically instead understand what you have available to you um a child six years old there's a condition with the child the child is not the perfect six-year-old uh physically right and they won't bring the child out into public because of the shame mm. of having a child like this. As part of their culture, they, they take that as shame. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is not, that's a terrible understanding uh, of hope. Right. And... I immediately reached out to that father and I said, why didn't you talk to me about your child? Oh, he tried to change the subject, mm. turn it around. And I said, no, 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 no. We're going to get your child. The child needs a surgery. Uh, and I said, we're going to begin to work towards that because there is hope for this child. Right, right. And when you live in shame, John, there, there, hope 
goes to the wayside. It does. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. And I don't know that I have everything figured out on that yet. But when you allow shame to come, it's very hard to hold hope in the in the other hand. It's impossible, I think. Ah, yeah. why do you think that is? I think it's impossible because shame eats it all up. Mm. It, it sucks the life out of hope. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that, that it sucks the life out of hope. Mm -hmm. So think about that. Here you are holding a vacuum, pulling right. the very life out of the hope that you're trying to hold in the other hand. What do you have to do? You have to drop, drop the shame. shame. Yes. Drop the shame and lean upon the hope. Right. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're facing. He knows what's going on in your home, in your child, in, in things in your life. Right. He looks at Peter, who probably was totally hopeless. He sees Jesus after the denial. Right. And Jesus looks at him and with three questions Absolves brings him back. Right. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I bet Peter loved to see Jesus, but hated to see Jesus before that. He probably just had his, probably was hiding behind the others. I'm sure of it. And Jesus said, do you love me, Peter? You imagine what's going through him as that shame is bombarding him? Right. Because he, the shame was saying, you don't love him. Look what you did to him. You betrayed him. And yeah. Do you see? Shame destroys the truth. Yes, it does. It does. And when the truth is destroyed, where how, where do you turn? So Jesus loops him in these three questions. Uh, there are there are three learning loops, right? And each question took Peter closer and closer to the hope, right? And changed him. Hmm. This is what we need to do. Yes. All of us. Right. We need to move closer to the hope. Grab a hold. Don't let go. Drop the shame. And move forward in our lives, no matter what has happened or what's going on. Wow. I wish you would write a book on this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do it yeah, together. This, yeah. is, this was incredible. Uh, I love this. It's one of my favorites. Uh so timely and your your story story is so poignant and relevant right now even today i mean and, and i love how cancer took you from not even knowing about this place to serving on the board you know so <laughs> adversity can promote you know when we have the right character the right heart you rode the wave Congratulations. Well, Hang 10. <laughs> I love that. I will title the book. There we go. Hang 10. You know, I nearly uh, drowned in Costa Rica last year and a surfer came out to rescue me. I'd, I'd lost my adrenaline even. Oh. Couldn't even hold on to the surfboard. The waves are crashing. And he yelled, hang on. This is your life. So I'm like, you know, th those taglines yeah. hit you, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And isn't that it right there? Right. So we, not, we may not be drowning in the water. Right. But we may be drowning in this feeling of shame. shame. We yeah. may be drowning in this feeling of loss. Mm -hmm. We may be drowning in this feeling of it's getting worse. Right. We may be drowning in so many different things. And, and all we need to do is listen to that voice mm -hmm. that's crying out. What was the words he said? 
hang on. This, this is your is life. Your life. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord is saying that. He is. He is. He's saying that to people yes, today. He is. So if you're hopeless, we got hope for today. I mean, this is what yeah. Sam's all about. He's living proof of hope. Yeah. I think, Sam, had you given up when you did your cousin's funeral, that would have been a prime opportunity. Like, yeah. well, it'll be me soon. Yeah. Or when that doctor after a 12 hour surgery said, you're stage four now, we couldn't get it all. Those were two prime opportunities to lose hope. And do you know where she couldn't get it? Where's that? At the base of my skull, uh -huh. there's a hole and out comes the nerve that controls right. your face. Okay. okay. And that's where it was right there mm. heading into the brain right. and cancer always tries to get to the brain. Yes, it does. And so it was already right there. She had to cut that nerve. Mm. All right. I didn't know if my face would work sure. after that. She sure. is amazed. She, and, and we <laughs> said to her the other day, God was with us. And she said, well, I can tell you something divine happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 then they don't tell you everything sure. until afterwards. Right. So she says, "Do you know you had a cancer that only 4% get?" Wow. She said she said, "I didn't want to tell you There's that." There's your Disney World experience. Yeah, she she <laughs> said, "I didn't want to destroy your hope." Sure. Oh, if you wow. lose hope, in the midst of this, it's very difficult it's hard to, to hang on to the board, yeah, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. You can do it, but you want to. And this, this contagion of scriptures, again, it's Romans 5, 2 through 5, will save your life. Mm. I mean, it will literally save your life. Mm. We're, we're both living proof of it. Well, Sam, thank you so much for sharing. Today. Oh, this has it, been great. It, it, listen, you're a great friend. And uh, I am so proud to be a part of uh, just knowing you and being around well, thank you. you. Thank Sam. you for your work. And uh, I just want to say to you, don't give up. I'm not. You hang on. I am. Hang on. And, and thank you for being so friendly in your cancer. <laughs> you know, even because in pandemic, we didn't really leave our neighborhoods, but you yeah. and Vicky would walk by oh, a yeah. lot. You walk faster now. It was a slow, <laughs> it was a slow so. track. Yeah, it was. But it you was. were always cheerful yeah. and you were living proof of the scripture. So, Wow, this has been a, a neat journey today. It's been a joy. And remember, God's hope is for you. It's Amen. just not its not reserved for me and Sam and everybody else. Amen. God's hope is for you. Re regardless of your culture, regardless of what you're going through, grab hold of that hope. In fact, I want to pray for you right now. Mm. Father, I speak hope into every hopeless situation. There are some that are right in the middle of an emotional, a spiritual storm, a physical storm, a marital storm, family yes. storm, whatever it is, God, you are greater. And I thank you that you're going to produce in them endurance mm. as, as they trust you through this suffering. Endurance comes out of that endurance comes character. May they be more like you, Jesus. Out of that character comes hope. And in that hope, shame has to dissipate. Mm -hmm. So I thank you, God, that shame is fleeing as hope is growing. Mm -hmm. So I give you praise and thanks for your word at work in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, go out and have the best week you've ever had, and I hope you have a good friend like Sam. <laughs> thanks for being with us today. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.